As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Keep your money local. Bring it home to a Wintrust Community Bank, home of Cubs checking with free ATMs nationwide. Find out more at wintrust.com slash Cubs. Member FDIC. Let's play two. Back, 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 back. Way back. It might be. It could be. It is. Holy cow. The fly. He scores. Cubs win. Cubs win. Hey, welcome into the Cubs Talk Podcast presented by Wintrust. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. We're going to go with a special guest today. You've seen him on TV. You've seen him on the baseball field. He's your favorite. He's David DeJesus. Now, first of all, we should say we're not going to talk a whole lot of baseball. This is just a, a kind of get to know the guy you see on TV, the guy you saw in a Cubs uniform. You cool with that? I like it. Let's do it. Um, I saw that you were drafted out of high school. Yes. And you're from New Jersey. You're drafted by the Mets. Were you a Mets or a Yankees fan? I was a Cleveland Indian fan. Really? Yeah. How, how does that work? So Sports Center just started at that time. So right. big Sports Center guy. And I remember watching Kenny Lofton making all these jumping plays. I was a center fielder. Okay. So just watching him make all these plays, I was like, I like this guy. The Yankees and Mets were too close to home. I needed to get out. You know, my brothers, the two were Yankees. My dad and my brother were Yankees. My mom and my other brother were were Mets, so I, I didn't want to be the middle. I didn't want to be the guy that made it two, two to three to two. So there's four brothers in the I have, family. I have no. I have three. There's three of us. Okay. So I'm the middle brother. You're the middle brother. My brother You're Eric Peter is Brady. my old. Yeah. You're Peter Brady, basically. <laughs> exactly. My older brother's Eric. Younger brother Mike. Um, so that's what I was going to ask is you're drafted out of high school. How tough of a decision is it for a kid who's you know 18 years yeah. old to say? No, I'm going to wait, and I'm going to go to college at Rutgers. Yeah, I was 17 at that time, okay. and the Mets offered me a pen. They're like, here, come sign with us. We're not going to really give you money. We're just a oh, draft well, makes and follow type of thing. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to make this easy on you, and I'm going to Rutgers. And at my senior year, I was 5'6", probably a buck 20. Yeah. So I was still – I needed to mature as a, a, just a baseball player – Right. And and then I needed to kind of be away by myself first at college to really make that be comfortable with making that step into the minor leagues. You had to grow into your body. Exactly. Seventeen years old, you're that you know you're that short and small. You're, exactly. you're not ready to play major league baseball probably. So when you get to Rutgers, is it everything you imagined it would be? Do, do you when you're at Rutgers, do you say, oh, I still see that? prize ahead I I know I can get to the majors from Rutgers you know Rutgers was a good time for me just growing into of of who I am as as a person first and it was great to be away to learn that and but I had a great coach he just passed away Fred Hill 
He was the most, you know, other than my dad, the most important baseball man in my life. He just taught me how to be a professional, taught me how to be a man, and just taught me the little things about the game that I have, I, I used when I got to the big leagues, just preparing myself back, especially in, as an outfielder, backing up bases, just the little things that set you apart from other guys when they get drafted. Todd Frazier went there too. Did, was he Frazier. Frazier's coach too as yes, well? Yes, yes, yes. And he's the greatest coach I've at, at, at Rutgers history. Okay. Uh, what was your next best sport then growing up as a kid? Was there anything you thought of playing instead of baseball? Because a lot, a lot of times you see guys that are professional athletes and they're like, oh, he's a great – Kyle Hendricks is yeah. a terrific golfer. Yeah. And apparently, according to his dad, is literally good at everything he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kyle can do anything. Yeah, I mean, he, he knows taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a great bowler. Yeah, you know, yeah. Was there another sport that you played that you loved as a kid? So I played football, soccer, basketball, and baseball. And I knew from young and that baseball was my sport. Right. But I loved basketball. That was for more of being with my friends. Just that. You were the point guard, I'm exact, guessing. Exactly. I can okay. take a charge with the best of them. <laughs> but it, when it came down to clutch free throws, I would, I would brick them all the time. Really? I was not a guy you wanted on the line. And that was tough being the point guard when it, the ball had to be in your hand. Yeah. So, yeah. And then being five, six. Not the pro. The, the NBA scouts are not coming down to Manalapu, New Jersey. To come and scout me. You that's could have for posted sure. me up because I was five one my freshman year. Five one. That would have been a battle. That would have been a battle. Um, yeah, that's why I didn't pursue basketball. Exactly. So, what about little league? How how early did you start playing baseball? I remember in my backyard with my dad with the yellow skinny yellow bat. Oh yeah, those were the best. Those were awesome. We used to wrap them up with uh, duct tape. Yes. To make them. You know, a little, harder. a little bit firmer, right. and then you maybe take a little masking tape, and yeah. then you go duct tape again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ball will jump off your bat, right? Yeah. That little wiffle ball will take off. Yeah, well, you, once you once you put enough duct tape around the gold wiffle ball bat, a yeah. good one, yeah. then you could play with a tennis ball, and you could play wall ball. Exactly, park. exactly. That was the real goal. <laughs> yeah, I remember. The Fat Albert bout, you couldn't do it that with because it would just no. dent. That was too easy. You know, that's that's almost cheating with that big thing. So, but that's right what there. you started with, yeah, wiffle ball. I started with wiffle ball in the backyard. We had a nice little grass area that me and my brothers would play a lot. Then we moved to the front after doing that yeah. little trick so we can yeah, hit tennis balls across the street. We had some yeah. room there. But I remember my, my, my biggest memory, We you know, did the t-ball, but when I was nine years old, my dad forged my birth certificate to actually play in the 10 to 12 year old league because my brother was playing in that league. And this isn't going to nullify all your major league stats. Is <laughs> no, it? no, I don't I think so. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I was like, I was. Your dad, no, wait a minute. Your dad forged you to get you up a grade. Uh, yeah, he wanted me to play against better competition. He always did that. So he wanted me to step my game up. And I, and I played as a nine year old in that, in that league. So I played four years there. That was weird. They're like, why is this guy. How was this guy? <laughs> they had to for know the you were younger, year, right? <laughs> right? Like you can't. Sh I don't know how it got, but but it got. But through. it worked. It worked, and I progressed. And then my biggest jump was playing an AAU team called the New Jersey Colts. When I was 14, 15, we we went to the states. We lost in the the U.S. finals when I was fourteen, and then we won it. Won the U the AAU 
USA tournament. Yep, right. So that was like got me on the map. Team. Got me on the. You go to those. Remember all those little showcases. Sure. Well, I don't, throw. but you do. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. So we go on showcases. You go to a place. You throw, hit in front of them. But being on this team, we had all the best kids from New Jersey. And my boy, Mark Major, that was my guy. We were the, the coach's sons, <laughs> and we had a lot of pressure on us. Yeah, did you ever get to Cooperstown? No. I've seen I, one of my uh, best friends from high school, his son got to play in Cooperstown, which okay. I think is really, that's a cool event. Yeah. Have you ever been to Cooperstown? No, I haven't. I haven't. I, I've watched a lot of stuff from there. It seems like a great place to visit. That would be uh, that would be a cool trip. Your son is into baseball now? Yeah. yeah. Sort yeah. of? Or, yeah. or is, he, is he all in? No, he's not all in. He's basketball and baseball right now are tugging at him. Okay, and so, how old is he? He is going to be nine next Saturday. So, I mean, to me, I don't know how you feel. I'm interested to see what you think. If a kid's eight, nine, ten years old, let stop with this nonsense that they have to be only in mm. one sport. Mm. Because I think playing the other sports only increases the eye-hand coordination. Yeah. Uh, everything. Athleticism. First of all, I don't play soccer. Yeah. I never played soccer. And I will admit that that's probably one of the reasons I never had great footwork in other yeah. things. I didn't like soccer because I didn't like the running. Yeah. But I do agree that kids that played soccer, by the time they got to late in high school, had an advantage over kids that didn't play it. Exactly. Because, and then it's that foot to mind connection. Yeah. There's something to that. I wasn't good at it, but I played it. I was a guy that you kick it near the goal, I'm trying to head that thing in to take the goal. <laughs> you know, that that was my game. So it was fun. And definitely, I don't like this specialization. And especially in California, you see all these hitting instructors. With and, the AAU and the travel oh, team, they, it's all goodness. year sometimes. It's unbelievable. And, and the kids are getting locked in. And, and it's a big business, though. Right. So big business. How can they? They want to make money. So, you know, but I, I don't want my son, I want my son enjoying his, his, his childhood and playing all the sports. You gotta dab and see what you like and I don't want him playing just because his dad played. Right. I don't want that pressure putting on him. How do you, how do you tell him that, that there's not, is that, is it simple like that? You just tell him there's no pressure. You go play whatever you want. Exactly. Have you had that conversation already? Don't, no, no, because I'm like, knows. I'm the one that's, I want him to play everything. He's like, Hey, hold on, hold on. He's back, he backs <laughs> out. He's like, hold on. I, I need my iPad time. I'm like, wait, Hey, 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 <laughs> no, iPad, no, no iPad. Let's, you can uh, do anything but the iPad. Dude, the iPad. That's a killer for kids nowadays, right? It's tough. It's tough to getting away from Fortnite. The iPad, right. it's it's kind of being able to juggle that as a parent. That's been tough. But some people say that increases eye hand coordination. Like the video yeah. games, you have yeah. to be it has yeah. to be a quick reaction to different things. Exactly. I don't know if that's true. I played tons of video games. My <laughs> eye hand coordination is garbage. I don't know. Played plenty uh, of yeah. Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Didn't How make do you me quantify world, it too? Didn't make me world class at anything. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. Um, nice. You know what I was thinking? You said wiffle ball. We used to also play with the the little the little wiffle ball golf ball. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. little ball, size of a golf ball with little holes. Yeah. And you could really whip that and put some good curve on it. Like the older we got, we yeah. still played wiffle ball because you could put a nasty, like, <laughs> incredible curveball on it. And if a guy was standing close enough, it was just as hard as playing regular baseball. Oh, definitely. All right, so you're going off the whiff, little wiffle ball. So in our basement, my dad would hang a big carpet or something that yeah, would a blanket or a something big blanket yeah and behind it was two mattresses okay so we'd hit off the tee and then those wiffle balls he'd drop 
from high, he drop it above us, above us, and drop it down. So we have to see it and hit it. And it's, it's just more of not, it's not a baseball. You have to be more precise. Right. And those were little things that we did. We always had a, it was always baseball. Start with a, a, a wiffle ball. Then you go down to small, to the, that little golf ball. Little golf then ball. you go back to the baseball. That Then it looks like a, 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 know, a cantaloupe. Right. So um, he was always inventive of things. He loved baseball. My dad was a big baseball guy. He taught me work ethic. So um, I definitely give it up to my dad for that, just for sure. So he got he got you to that next level. Yeah, yeah. He he loved the game. You know, it was that that, that push and pull too. You right. Know, of you know, am I am I pushing him too far? I don't know. You know, I, right, I'm just right. a kid that's going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I remember I had to go during that AAU game that time. I had to go and we had to raise money. So I'm walking to people's houses and. Hey, do you mind giving me twenty-five cents to yeah, go to for this whatever? bag of popcorn? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will you buy tough. microwave popcorn, <laughs> yeah, it please? Was fun. It was fun. It was good, but it's tough too. Um, I this is a little bit off the subject, but I met Lance Berkman as he was breaking into the major leagues, and his dad at the time was his agent, but also the guy that drove him hardcore Oof. to play baseball, living in New Braunfels, Texas, and. He said that every day he would have to go out and spend an hour or two mm. hitting a tire with the baseball bat Oof. with the correct. Yeah. I mean, he had a sweet looking swing, Oof. but his childhood was going out in the Texas heat and swinging into a, in a tree, had a giant like truck tire hanging yeah. from it. Yeah. Now that's, that's yeah. dedication. Exactly. And, and we had something like that in the backyard. Just a little tire that you go and hit, 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 just so it would help your impact. Impact just the to baseball. the impact point. Just the impact point. Boom. So I get it. I get. It. I think. I think a lot of baseball players have those stories. Cubs authentic fans. The My Teams app by NBC Sports is your home for Cubs highlights, articles, and more. For the best Cubs coverage anytime, anywhere, download the My Teams app today. Okay. What are you? So we've talked about. Baseball, how you yeah. got into baseball? You went from college to the majors. Yeah, you get drafted. You have a you have a great career. You have a great time. What else do you do? What What are your other passions? Like, what do you, fitness is definitely one of them, no right? Doubt, no so doubt. What would you say your next? Okay, family is one. Let's just okay. family. I get okay. it is a passion. But what What do you like to do for fun? I'm a big fitness guy. You called it. I love working out i love taking a body part and manipulating it and see how w introducing weights to it what would that would do i like diet how how doing like like watching cap he's doing his keto and, and right, just right. seeing how that right. kind of changes the body so that's something that's a passion of mine i don't know if i want to go into it now or yet or take classes what about you being know, a trainer would you would you want to would exactly. you ever open a gym to be a trainer i mean there's that that's there that's always been in the back of my mind i love being around people i love encouraging people and i like it's it's not work when i'm at the gym so and helping people is something that i want to do as well so those are thoughts that i have and I, but i'm i'm really liking where i'm at right now yeah you know i'm, I'm thankful for dave kaplan of really just kind of reaching out to me because after my 2015 season was my last year in the big leagues 2016 i took off and at the end of 2016 i'm like what am i gonna do 
like, right. like what do I do now? Yeah, now you're not even 40 years yeah, old and you're like, <laughs> exactly. okay, well, I made more money than I'll probably make in any other career that I could possibly have. Exactly, exactly. So I was like, all right, well, let me see if I can come back. I stopped playing because I, I torn a labrum in my hip. So I was rehabbing it. And I was like, let's see if I can come back. But in December, Cap called me up and he was like, hey, would you like to do this job working with, I think it was Comcast Sports Network at right, that yeah. time. So I was like, oh, well, not really. I, I never thought I'd be a media guy, to be honest with you. I was yeah. never comfortable in front of the camera. I would just, I would do the answers. I was someone that was available because I knew that that was their job. Their job was to ask questions about the game. And I understood that if I was a leader, the you were team, good at it. I would just talk. You were good at the end, like end of game interviews. You were great exactly. interviews, but it wasn't something that you ever sought out like exactly. some guys love to do the post game interview some guys hate it you were just indifferent exactly. or not exactly I, I would do it but it wasn't i wasn't comfortable always doing it right so so at that point i was like all right let me see so i only one team reached out to me i did a little tryout in front of them and they're like all right you're done so in march i called cap hey let's do it and with no practice, no nothing. Was, right. I remember the first preview show of the World Series, or coming off the World Series in 2017. That's right, yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, like it was stressful. I remember the first day you came in here, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, so coming off World Series and, and watching what a great job that, um, you know, Calf and what was it? I can't remember his name right now. Todd Hollinsworth? Todd Hollinsworth, yes. right now. What he, those two put... They were a great team watching them. And Kat, the one thing Kat sent me, he's like, hey, the day before we go on, here's a DVD of our two best episodes. I am <laughs> stressed out of my mind yeah. after watching that. That's like, that's, like, that's like taking the tape of a World Series and going to a Little League kid. Well, here's what you need to do tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. No pressure, kid. Oh, my gosh. I was, I woke, up in the morning. I was woke up in the morning. Like, I was like, I might call him and tell him I can't do this. I <laughs> literally on. was I really? literally was that that nervous. But then I'm like, all right, Lord, you got this, you got control of this. Just help me walk me through this. And you know, going now being my third year, just the matura maturation, the, yeah. the just being comfortable of just talking. This is this is entertainment, having fun. I love having fun on set with Cap and everyone that's involved. It's been there, great. There is a big difference. I don't think people understand it. There's a big difference between talking about something you know yeah. and talking about something you know in front of a camera mm. with 50 mm. hot lights pointing at Oof. you. Like or or in front of a crowd or whatever it might. It's just like exactly. just like speaking to your friend is different than going up and giving a speech in front of a thousand people. A, a camera is hundreds of thousands of people if yeah. you if you think about it that way. Yeah. But you can also, I think, once people get to a point of being comfortable on camera, you forget that the camera is even there. And that and that's exactly. how long did that take for you? That took probably into my second year. Yeah, you know, it was still every time I talked, it was just that nervous feeling. Right. But then I don't know who told me this is just. Just introduce the, make the camera be the third person in the conversation. Right, so, or or your friend. You try and exactly. think of it as the camera as your buddy. Exactly. And if your buddy's sitting there talking to you, it's a little, that's the way I was taught TV is that it's a little less uncomfortable. Because yes. there's no way to make it awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just have to get used to it. Exactly. Anybody that's been in front of a camera for the first time professionally is like, it's awkward. Yeah, it's very awkward. And especially in 
college and in high school, I was the guy that was so scared to talk in front of people that I would rather get an F. Well, you didn't major in this, right? No, no, I was a- What was your major I, at Rutgers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, labor studies. studies. Labor studies. studies. I okay. wanted to study you working. <laughs> um, all right, the fitness thing we talked about, maybe yeah. you'd open a gym. Yeah. What's your What's your cheat food? So, you know, like ooh. I see you come in here with yeah, a salad and yeah. you have the greens and, yeah. then, and then you and Kim were in here once making green <laughs> drinks and yes. stuff, but like, Yes. Well, what do you have for fun for food? When, so, so I'd is recently, it a brownie? Is it a cupcake? I love these vegan cupcakes they have at Whole Foods. They, they, I'm telling you, they're legit. No, Come but on, okay, okay. I, all right. So, uh, Trace Leches. What about Trace Leche? Cake. I, I, that's milky cake. I don't care for it. That's, that's still, not my that's thing. Still that's, not, no, that's still that's not. No, that's not sweet so enough. What's it's not what, sweet pizza? enough for me. Pizza? Is okay, that enough? if you want pizza to sure, pizza. Okay, pizza sausage, a, a, regular a little pizza. pepper on there. I had a but sweets aren't necessarily your thing, right? I'm not a sweet guy. You know, I'm not a sweet. Especially if I stop eating sweets, my body really is like, all right, whatever. We're Boy, done. that's a gift. Yeah. I wish I had that because yeah. I. You get going. Yeah, I just can't stop. <laughs> right? I can't stop. So pizza. If you're gonna, if you're gonna cheat. Burgers. How often do you cheat then? On the food. If you're gonna have a burger or pizza, how often does that happen? Maybe once. Maybe once. Pizza, twice a month. But burgers bad. often, burgers maybe once a week. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll wait stop a minute. There. I'm starting to feel better about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a week yeah. a burger. Get a with, nice. With cheese? American, American. Oh, American one slice, cheese one on slice a burger. With uh, lettuce, tomato, maybe some bacon on there too. Right? That's I, not, I, no I gotta, ketchup, mustard, nothing. This is the most shocked I've been in I a long to, time. You're yeah. eating a cheeseburger once a week. I'll get it in. I'll but how many in. times? how many times a week do you work out? Oh, six out of seven. Six out of seven days. Yeah, I'm and getting it's, in. I'm getting I in. like to do the executive workout, which some would say is the steam, the shower, <laughs> yeah. the sauna. For me, it's yeah. just you're getting your sweat on the recumbent bike for thirty minutes. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're you're actually no. going there for an extensive exactly. amount of time. Exactly. Yeah, I'm working. I'm putting that work in because I know that if I'm going to have that cheat meal or that dessert, I want to be in a calorie deficit to add up to even. So you keep track of all those things. In my brain. I don't know if I'm doing a it's, good job or not, but it's Well, okay. it's, it's probably working. Yeah. Uh, your wife was on The Amazing Race, yes. right? Was a contestant on The Amazing Race. Yes. Is there a TV show that you would want to be on? Or would consider, like if they came to you and they said, whether it's a cameo, outside of NBC Sports Chicago, of course. Yeah. Uh, is there yeah, a TV sure. show you're like, or a game show where you thought, hmm, I could do that. I like Family Feud. Family Feud. That's, that was a game that I loved watching. That would watching, be cool. Right? It's fun. You have your your, your boys or your family with you. Uh, Steve Harvey hosts it now, right? Exactly. I mean, that guy's all over the place. He, is, <laughs> he literally is. I mean, how many He's the cap of Hollywood. Got, right? He's the cap of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's so There's true. Steve Harvey and then Cap's <laughs> just <laughs> underneath him for amount of jobs. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. Fam so Family, family Feud is one you've always watched as yes, a kid. Yes, yes. And then I got asked recently to be on the show where you go to like the Amazon or and you like have to live on no food. What's that? Oh, Survivor? Survivor or something like that? Actual or Survivor? The show Survivor? On CBS? Yes. Oh, it's yes, one yes. of my favorite shows. Yes. I was like, they no thanks. You? They asked you? Come on. No, I was like, no thanks. No, 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 no. Okay, here's the deal. No thanks. Find the number. Do you still have the number? We got to <laughs> no, get you on no, the show. No, no, no. I won't. 
I don't want to. I don't want to do I that. I couldn't deal with the bugs and the starving exactly. and the sleeping in the cold. Exactly. But the manipulating other people, I'd be. I'd be like, That's oh, your man. thing. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah, yeah I'd yeah, like. Yeah. I'd like to figure that stuff. Alliances. Out. And, I, and this you'd be and good that. at. You'd be good at the other. Um, yeah, alliances. Yeah. I'd be good at. But you'd be great at all the different trials they have. You know, yeah. like uh, immunity not, challenges. You'd be good at obstacle yeah. courses. But I'm not like good at like you know uh, the MacGyver things and like the puzzles making and stuff. stuff. Oof, that's not my that's not my gift. Well, me either. But they've had other athletes on it. I'm trying to think who's been on it. Uh, they had a tight end from the Cowboys. I can't remember yes. who it was. Um, they had uh, Scott Pollard from the NBA Pollard, was yes. on it. Yes. Yes. Um, they've had another NBA player on there. Was it? The They've had multiple yeah. former yeah. professional athletes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I don't believe they've had a baseball player. No, I don't think so either. But and to, to, by the way, they've uh, also had husband wife. They've had a season of a husband wife. Yeah, no. That's when the Cowboys won. You don't want to do it. I just don't like mosquitoes. Oh man, these I, people uh, get eaten alive. Oh man, like you don't probably. There's probably if, a lot behind the scenes that we don't see. See, if I would do Survivor if they would let me sleep in a hotel. Exactly. If they let me sleep in the hotel, yeah. I'm all in, and I yeah. think I could be an epic performer <laughs> on the show. Nice. I believe and, that. And I, I would appreciate it being like, you know, four seasons or yeah, something nice. Exactly. Let's, let's bump up the pay either. Also, a hotel with year. a mint under my pillow. <laughs> then I could play Survivor. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Any other game shows? Um, I feel like I could do uh, Price is Right. Yeah. I'd be pretty good at yeah. that. Remember when the games, Spin no the whammies, no whammies, stop. Yeah, was that Card Sharks or something? I don't know. What I think the, it was Card Sharks. That might have been It was like it. a higher, lower, but you didn't want the Joker. No Joker. No Joker, yes. No, that was Joker's Wild. Joker's Wild. Uh, yeah, this was old school where those, if you missed it, one of those things would pop up on the screen and go, dun, dun, dun. How, wait a minute. How long ago did Survivor ask you to be on? Th this was probably last Last, so this, maybe this, no, no, not this winter, the last winter. I was like, no chance. No, no, no. None. And they asked my, my, my best man at my wedding and one of my really great friends is John Buck, the catcher from the Astros. I played with him, came up to the big leagues with him. Okay. And he asked, and he was thinking about it. He is definitely a country dude. Yeah. But he's decided not Let's, to. There's it's always like, somebody that can start the fire for you. Yeah, you don't have no, to start no, the fire. No, no, I'm good. We Could you eat slugs? No, I don't want See, it. See, I feel like you eat strange things. I so would like, eat it. If, if a, I came down would, to it. A, you would do fine without having meat out there to eat all the time. True. So you could totally survive on True. a little bit of rice and eating papayas out of the, you know. <laughs> That's not bad. You out of the forest. Papayas, that. a lot of bananas they eat, I think. A lot of coconut. <laughs> I like it. I like those. Those are high quality. I think you should maybe fruit. rethink this. Boy, I'm that just, would be reality. Show. That would be reality. But I'm just not in. I'm just not in. All right, uh, this, maybe we'll continue this another yeah, way. Yeah, let's do it. Because I feel like we're running out of time. People's commute is probably <laughs> exactly. over at this point. <laughs> exactly. But it was fun. No, thank um, you. Thank you. And we will do it again. Keep doing the great work with Cap on the pre- and post-game show, on Baseball Night in Chicago, yes. on everything you do. <laughs> um, and I, I, I have to agree, I, I, not only can we tell you're more comfortable, I thought you were good at the beginning. I think you've gotten to be great at it. Thank so. You. Thank you. It, it shows in the work that you've put in in doing it as well. Appreciate that. That's David DeJesus. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. Thanks for listening to the Cubs Talk podcast presented by Wintrust Community Bank. Don't forget to subscribe online. That way you don't miss the next episode when it drops. Uh, we'll have another one coming up in just a couple days later this week. So make sure you subscribe. You won't miss it. And until then, 
Fly the W. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.